0: Free Talk Live. Phones are open here. You can join the show. The number is 603 283 6160. That's 603 283 6160. And of course, you can bring up anything you want. That is the point of the program. Uh, That is what we do here on Free Talk Live. You can also join us online anytime you want over at freetalklive.com, where many features await you, including. Our social media platform, which you can go to social.freetalklive.com to find, and that's where you can interact with other Free Talk Live listeners as well as some of the hosts of the show. And it's not some sort of uh, big tech platform there run by evil corporations or anything like that uh so head on over there to social.freetalklive.com tonight there's some um, secession news that uh, came across in the last 24 hours or so that definitely want to talk about because it's certainly a favorite topic of ours here on free talk live and in Got this my case
1: secession shirt on
0: you do happen to have that on did you know we were going to talk about it tonight
1: no <laughs>
0: yeah we didn't discuss uh anything in advance as far as what uh What we're going to be talking about here. But with you in the studio tonight, you've got Ian. Nobody.
1: And Bonnie.
0: So here's the big uh, news from YouGov and Yahoo News. I mean, YouGov is a well-known pollster, so this is definitely a respectable polling firm. They surveyed, it looks like, about 1,400, I think, people. I don't know, 1,672 U.S. adults. And this wasn't a survey that was exclusively about independence. There were a bunch of questions in here. They covered everything from uh, their, people's opinions about January 6th to abortion to gun rights, uh, looking at you know whether or not people feel they're better off or worse off than their parents. And so this is a large survey. So it was actually, I don't know how the hell they got people to stay oh i guess you is an online surveyor so they're, they're not actually i don't think they're actually calling people on the phone because this is a 67 question survey normally if, if uh if you get somebody calling your house you know maybe you'll stay if you're willing to talk to them maybe you'll stay on for a handful of questions if they're lucky you might stay on for eight or ten questions but i mean 67 if they're
2: talking secession i'll stay on as long as they want me
0: Yeah, well, they wouldn't have said that in advance here. So if you had answered, uh, if you'd been invited to answer this, it would have just been a few questions kind of popped into the middle of this. So I'm going to jump into that. The mainstream media has been reporting this. I'll give you the RT uh, headline. Not that they're mainstream, but there's other stories out there in the mainstream media. But RT points out. They're
2: mainstream in Russia.
0: Indeed. uh, They they point out here that uh, about 33% of Trump voters in so-called red states say they would personally fare better if their state became an independent country.
1: 38?
0: About 33 percent and that compares with uh, 29 percent who say that they would be worse off after secession. Now I looked at both uh, what they call the top line data and the uh, the tabs for this survey and I could not find how they they calculated that 33 percent. When you look uh, at the actual question here, the question was: Do you think that you personally would be better off or worse off if your state left the United States and became an independent country? They break it down by male and female, and age, and you know, race, party identification, and 2020 vote. When you look at 2020 vote, it only shows 24% of Trump voters saying that they would be better off personally, with 38% saying they would be worse off. Uh, so I'm not sure how the media is is getting the 33 percent out of this. But regardless, I don't want to quibble over the, the numbers too much. Let's look at the Let's zoom out here and look at the same question. It's
2: still pretty. I'm, I'm surprised by the self-awareness of people sufficiently confused to vote for Trump. For Trump.
0: Um. <laughs> In this case, uh, do you think that the question again, do you think you personally would be better off or worse off? if this if your state left the united states and became an independent country so way better when we zoom out and we look at the full survey because obviously that's you know pretty interesting to uh, to to examine 18% of americans so all of the people that took the survey 18% say they would be better off so right out the gate here in 2022 we have not quite one out of five americans who support the idea of independence they think they would mm. be better off if their state were an independent country. Or they support
2: country. the idea of self-sacrifice. What do you mean by that? Uh, they want stay, to stay with the union even though it will hurt them personally. They didn't. They didn't actually say they they Supports wanted to secede. Maybe maybe they think that they would be worse off, but you know their favorite uncle would be better off or something. All right. Actually, so. it turns
0: out the next question they uh, they were asked that. So, uh, would you favor or oppose your state leaving the United States and becoming an in- independent country? So, okay. So they did get asked uh, that question and. Not a big change. Seventeen percent said they would favor that. Yeah, Wait, see, I saw that one percent coming. <laughs> from
1: thirty-three to seventeen.
0: Well, no, I'm sorry if I confused you. So the mainstream media is saying that it was thirty-three percent of Trump. Oh, Let's see if I get this right. But Trump everyone voters. was eighteen. Well, okay. here's the thing: they say it's thirty-three percent of Trump voters in so-called red states say they would uh, personally fare better. But I couldn't find that data in the in the breakdowns. So, anyway, 17%, I think, is still pretty good, and only 58% opposed. So, you've got 25% who are not sure as to whether or not they would favor or oppose their state leaving the United States and becoming an independent country. And that's a huge number of people that are on the fence on that question. 18
1: to 33 isn't that big of a deal, and it feels to me... Like they're purposely trying anything they can to make it seem like people who support secession are Trumpers. That's definitely on like right fingers.
2: Yeah. yeah. But you know, there were a lot of people who were very unhappy under Trump. And the reality is, uh, given the level of hatred between the Democrats and Republicans, it's it's safe, I think, to tell and most Democrats and Republicans that if you stay with the Union you will live half your life under a slave master that you think is a monster. Good chance of it. Um, you know, and that doesn't sound very attractive to me, whereas if if the states broke up into red states, blue states, and, and New Hampshire, the green mm-hmm. state... Um, or the gold state. Uh, or, okay, out. gold state. Yeah, mm-hmm. we used to use green in the LP. Oh, um, wow,
0: that was a long time ago. Green yeah. is much
1: better because in the visible light spectrum... It, the lowest info is infrared. We can't even see infrared, but visible is red. And then the highest is blue. That's why above that is ultraviolet. Well, violet. Mm-hmm. So we have red and blue already. Libertarian Party should be green. It's the coming it's, together, Well, it would be the third
2: primary color, although I think they used kind of an olive drab green. It wasn't that mm. attractive. Yeah, don't do I, that. I like gold better, yeah. you know. Lot lot I don't like the gold. Green. It,
1: they don't even use a very good gold. You don't gold. like gold? I like real gold, but the Libertarian Party gold looks yellow.
0: Mm. It's hard to reproduce gold. Like, as far as yeah. the color of gold, it really is something that is it's hard to actually print. It's something that you can really only experience exactly. in real, real life. Um, I want to go to Dave Ridley. He's on the line here, and he's definitely a fan of independence. I don't know if that's why you were calling tonight, Dave, but uh, you might find this news to be interesting. Go ahead. What's on your mind? Uh-oh. Do we lose Dave? Dave Ridley going once. Dave's not here. Dave Ridley going twice. He's definitely unmuted, so maybe something's wrong Dave, with his line. Dave, let me in. It's we'll, me. We'll put him back on hold for, uh, for a short bit. So, again, looking at the numbers here... it I feel like this is still early in the whole secession independence conversation yeah I mean mm-hmm. it brought got brought up in the 1800s and unfortunately didn't work out uh, but we're tra- we're talking about peaceful secession here we're not talking about firing on a federal fort or anything like that uh, and you which just- is one of the biggest
2: mistakes the South made I mean apart uh, apart from the really big mistake which was having slavery in the first place but-
0: well did you hear the theory that the fort firing was actually a false flag?
2: Um, I haven't heard that. No. Although I have, um, if I recall correctly, the uh, the story that I that I had heard that was that it was actually cadets from the Citadel, which is a, a college level military academy mm-hmm. in uh, South Carolina, that fired on the fort without orders. Oh, but uh, it did could have been a uh, false flag I mean I know they I know they were doing false flags as early as 1905 because I think that was the sinking of the maine I'm not sure on that year, though.
0: The number here, if you want to join us, 603-283-6160, you got 17% of Americans saying they support their state leaving the United States and becoming an independent country. And 25% of the people are on the fence. They are not sure. And that means they're open to persuasion on this topic. There's more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. it's free talk live and you can join us here the number is 603-283-6160 that's 603-283-6160 free talk live is of course brought to you by bitcoin.com and that's where you can go to learn some of the basics about cryptocurrency what is it what makes it so special why are people obsessed with it why has it been so successful? You can go to bitcoin.com, click get started at the top of the page there, and that's where you'll find some introductory videos that will help you understand some of the basic concepts surrounding the idea of a decentralized currency like Bitcoin or Bitcoin Cash. Uh, get over to bitcoin.com, click get started at the top of the page because the price of a Bitcoin has gone down quite a bit from its ultimate high, but a lot of people only love to point out when the price goes down but the fact is the current price of bitcoin btc is still like 2020 levels so it's still way higher than the super majority of the history of the existence of uh of bitcoin so yeah
1: it had a huge like outlier jump and now it's back down to how that was when i first started hearing about cryptocurrency so that's a good point
0: yeah so head on over to bitcoin.com And that's where you can find Get Started at the top of the page. You also find all kinds of other great resources there. You can buy your first Bitcoin Cash or Bitcoin there uh, or a fraction of it. You don't have to buy a whole. That's a lot. uh, People don't understand about crypto is they think, oh, God, I can't afford a whole Bitcoin. Well, can you afford 1% of one? You can get that much. You can get a you fraction. Can
1: you afford $5 of it?
0: Yeah, you can get a fraction of, uh, of a coin. So go there, learn the basics first before you get into it over at bitcoin.com. Click get started. Let's go to your phone calls and thoughts here, and then we'll get uh, a little bit further into this news about secession, where a major survey by Yahoo News and YouGov found that 17% of Americans overall favor their state leaving the united states and becoming an independent country but what i would say more importantly 25 percent of americans are on the fence on this question uh let's go to the phones though we've got someone calling themselves abc eyewitness news you're on free talk live calling from massachusetts
3: uh hello everyone um yeah the story i'd like to refer to is on youtube it's july 18th 2022 BMW rolls over onto firefighter's leg during rescue in New York City. And huh? Wait, my what rolled on? Of
1: some, uh, something rolled on a firefighter's leg?
3: A, a car did. Yes. Okay. Um, can I just speak for a second? And I just have questions as well. Um, how is it nighttime in New York City to ABC News Seven? Um, I'm on the East Coast, Ian, it's still light out where you are. I'm in Massachusetts. The sun has not set. At the end of the story for, again, it's Eyewitness News, ABC7, and NY. Um, please check out the video, people. And what, I'm, I'm not sure what you're trying to say nighttime. here, though. It's Something video, rolled
2: under somebody's leg? But
3: please check out the video. And what I'm asking is at the end of the video, right, she's reporting, and they're using another clip because it cannot be nighttime in New York City. And mm. so they edit in in. Okay other stories it's it's quite simple they're edited in other stories it's not nighttime in new york okay. on
0: july 18th 2020 so you're saying this was uh you're saying this video was posted today yep and you're saying that the it story happened, came out today you're saying that it happened when when did this actually occur Pro- probably this this afternoon okay well and at, then at the according end of to video, this if you watch uh, it I don't really She's feel like I need to because this video was posted 11 hours ago, so there's no chance that it happened this afternoon. So maybe you just missed some of the hmm. the basic details oh, okay. of the story. Well,
3: then then the, the, they're saying this, that like on the news, they, they're pretending that it happened
0: today.
1: Maybe it was a typo. Okay.
0: Yeah, there's all kinds of mistakes that people can make. Um, oh, you know. it, uh, these are the three things. I want to ask this question. Mm. Okay. It says Sunday, by the way. It, Anyone who actually bothered to read the description of... Uh, the video well, his, would find his, out his that the it thing, happened well, Sunday. the
3: other anomalies with it? Okay. If, if this is an accident, the first thing police do, or the police will do this, or firefighters when you get on scene, you turn off the vehicle. Uh huh. Is that, am I wrong?
0: Yeah, that's probably the case.
3: I don't
1: think so. I mean, all the cops, all, all the FBI cars we're on. Sitting around here in my house when our house got no, raided. When
2: yeah, police leave well, no, the police when their cars running all the time. Yeah. I mean, they don't pay I just, for their no, gas, no, no, not you a do.
3: Car. If there's an accident at, at a scene, the police will be like, turn off the car.
1: Oh, the car so you, that it, rolled? Sure. Or the car that it, got in an accident?
3: Okay. Yes. Okay. But, I guess. So maybe. they don't touch the car until you, they turn it off.
2: Yeah. I They also randomly they the shoot running, people so. dead for no reason. So that's hardly the 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 worst or weirdest mistake they make huh. if they didn't but turn it, the car off.
3: That's what I'm saying where they're trying to huh. say okay my my point will be just brief. They they're they're missing their own protocol for safety.
0: Okay, well it's not so un, they're, they're it's not unbelievable that hero, government bureaucrats they, are going to cut corners. Right. See, so a lot of these guys are lazy. Uh, they're shiftless. They don't care. They're just there to collect a paycheck or whatever. And I, you know, I, I really don't feel like you've uncovered some sort of deep dark conspiracy. I mean, There certainly are people in the media that are not trustworthy. Uh, you obviously should question everything that you see, but at the same time, I mean, the fact is, you called in about this clip and you didn't even bother to do the most basic of research that I did in the in the amount of time that you were on the phone with us here dude i mean i looked at the story and i determined when it happened according to what they said you thought it was this afternoon no it was at least exactly that's what they're saying they're
3: saying it happened sooner on it because no they're they're saying
0: it happened on sunday it's right there in the description so they're reporting on an event that happened yesterday and they posted it today and you were acting like it was some sort of a conspiracy thanks for the call the number here is 603-283-6160. Look, there's plenty of scummy things out there that the mainstream media does. But I don't think that they're trying to scam you on a story about how the basically the firefighters botched up a job when it came to getting just for people that don't know, this the video is of a car accident in New York City where one car is literally like halfway up onto another. So, two of the wheels are on the pavement and two of the wheels are literally up on top of a car. Mm. So that's how this car accident ended up and so That's not how you're supposed to park. Mm. No. And so the looks like the firefighters got into the uh, the car that was on top of the other car and were trying to like roll it off. So obviously they're not going to turn the thing off and maybe they should have hooked it up to a tow truck and just let the tow driver pull it off. They didn't. They l- were literally just standing in the passenger side of the car from the ground into this other car and the car starts moving and it crushed some dude's leg. It crushed one of the firefighters' legs because they were their legs were out of the car as it was moving and then it fell
1: That's it. That's not really newsworthy to me. The thing yeah. about this caller is everybody who's like a truther online needs to do perfect work making sure they have their facts right. If you care about truth and you're trying to expose all the lies of the media, it's going to take hard work you're going to have to make sure you're absolutely right. And if you're just out there saying, I'm truth media, eyewitness media, and I know the truth, you're going to make everybody else looking for the, the truth and trying to expose the media as a bunch of liars look I don't know dumb. if that's
0: true. I think he just looks sloppy. You know,
1: well, I- everybody I- takes it that way. Like... Oh, that's the idea I have of all truthers. And the thing is, I get, I see this all the time. Like, I'm always like, hey, dude, a uh, truther poster. I really like what you're saying, but this is not true. And they get all mad and yeah. stuff like that. And I just think it's a dumb idea. If you put the word truth in your uh, bio or whatever, you need to make sure you're doing perfect work.
0: Well, you're right, Bonnie. People do tend to think in groups. And so while we know it's just his mistake, mm-hmm. they could definitely extrapolate out. More coming up. Do you
2: feel like your country no longer holds your values?
0: This is Free Talk Live, the number 603-283-6160. You can bring up anything you want here, the number 603-283-6160. We're talking about uh, what is going to be likely the beginning of multiple news stories, hopefully, this week in regards to independence. For uh, people in U.S. states, there's been a YouGov yahoo news survey that came out it wasn't exclusively about secession but there were maybe three or four questions in relation to that in here and we're going over some of those numbers because they're interesting and And
1: just the fact that they added those questions in is pretty interesting like that was important enough to them to add to these questions about like how is you know american life
0: yeah, it does reflect to some extent, hopefully, the uh, the zeitgeist or the spirit of the times, the idea that uh, quote-unquote national divorce is trending here and there over the last several months, if not the last year. And so, the, so yeah, you're right, Bonnie, having the mainstream polling organizations, and YouGov, Yahoo News is definitely a mainstream poll, uh, acknowledging this by asking questions is definitely an indicator that maybe it's time for this conversation to get started. Maybe this conversation has already started. And at this point in time, here we are in, you know, July, middle of July of 2022, 17% of Americans say they would favor their state leaving the United States and becoming an independent country. But 25% said they're not sure. Hmm. And to me, you know, if you want to, as far as starting a movement is concerned, If you said to me, all right, well, you know, you guys are going to start doing this New Hampshire exit thing. You've got 18 percent or 17 percent of New Hampshireites who are already supporting it right out the gate. I'd be like, that is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And then to tell me that one out of four people are saying they're not sure if it's a good idea to secede. Well, that's a huge you know, window of opportunity to persuade people onto these ideas.
1: They're not like vehemently against it.
0: That's great. Now, there are 58% who are against it. But again, what we're seeing happening here is a migration. There are people who are, as we speak, uprooting their lives and they're moving to places that are more like them. We're seeing people who are, let's say, right wingers moving out of places like California into places like Texas or Florida. We're seeing libertarians moving from across the United States here to New Hampshire and I'll give you another example of this migration and why it's so important. Because we're just talking about the total number of people in the United States here. This was a nation- nationwide survey. Yeah, and they did some demographic breakdowns or or whatever. But just looking at the total numbers, what we're going to find out later this week, hopefully, is what percentage of people in New Hampshire are supportive of secession. Thanks. Because there's been the very first ever... And that I'm aware of, New Hampshire-specific poll, where they surveyed over 600 uh, people in New Hampshire. And this this is done. The, the statistics are being crunched, basically. I think they are already crunched, and essentially we're just waiting on the Foundation for New Hampshire Independence to release the numbers officially, because they're the ones who essentially hired the polling company to do this work. And so they have the numbers. They had a meeting about it, I think, today. And so they're working up a press release, basically, as we speak. So we know that 17% of all Americans are saying that they support secession for their state. But what happens when we look at Texas? What happens when we look at New Hampshire? What happens when we look at Hawaii? The poll that, uh, that we're referring to, the one that hasn't yet come out, they did talk to Texans. They did talk to, I believe, Hawaiians and several other states in addition to New Hampshire. And so that's what we're waiting on seeing because it's more interesting when you drill down.
1: Did they talk to Florida?
0: I believe Florida was one of them as well. Yeah. So it's it's way more interesting when you actually talk to people in one specific geographic area about this idea.
1: Because you can't really get a good idea I don't know. It, it gives you less of an idea of what's going on if you look at all of the United States. I mean, because we're not so one country. We're yeah. just not one country. I'm not I'm not connected to and the we lives of We're never
2: supposed to be one country.
1: No. I don't feel connected to the lives of people in Arizona at all. Like what goes on there does not affect me.
2: Well, there's one person that, uh, in Arizona I'm feeling kind of connected to. But... <laughs> nice. Uh,
0: yeah, that, and that's true of uh, my experience as well, Bonnie. Uh, when I moved here to New Hampshire from Florida, to me it was like a whole different place. It's entirely different here. Yeah, people speak kind of the same language but even some of the words that people say up here even though they're english they're different they're certainly pronounced well, differently
1: i couldn't really understand my grandparents when i went back to alabama for the first time in a few years it was really? hard for me to understand my grandparents at just because they're
0: real southern sounding
1: yes wow
0: so this whole migration aspect of this is really important the uh, libertarian party of new hampshire just uh yesterday i think or early today posted a link to CACR 32 which was the bill that came out earlier this year that all three of us went and testified on at the state house uh that came out earlier this year that would have if it had been passed by the house and the senate in New Hampshire uh by 60% majorities would have ended up on the ballot and would have asked the people of New Hampshire do you want to say goodbye to the United States should New Hampshire say peacefully Goodbye. We're leaving. You can't stop us. We're done. That was you know, essentially what this bill would have done. And so the bill's already been been killed. I mean, it was tabled earlier this year in like, I don't know, March or whenever it was. But they brought it back up and they posted it to their Twitter, meaning the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire oh, yeah. posted just an image of the front page of the bill. And it's not a long bill. I don't think it was more than one page. Uh, They posted an image of the bill and this thing got, I don't know how many retweets and comments and people Mm -hmm. were, you know, they they didn't hear about it earlier this year, but now they're hearing about it and people are saying things like, wow, I was considering moving to New Hampshire and now I'm going to start looking at houses.
2: Yeah. I've seen more than one person say that that was the thing that changed their mind, that
0: it was time to move. Really? Yeah. I saw that from somebody too and I'm forgetting who it was, somebody who has actually already moved uh here to New Hampshire was that thing that mm. set them on the course of uh getting up maybe it was one of the guys that came to social Sundays recently Anyway, uh, so you've got people who are seeing what's already happening in New Hampshire. And, th- and this is just the beginnings of uh, what is hopefully going to be a much larger movement. I mean, We just had a political action committee formed here on behalf of helping candidates that support secession, helping them get a little bit of more money into their pocket so they can campaign better, hopefully. Uh, that's brand new. That just started like two months ago. And so they're raising money and they're already identifying candidates that they they want to help out. And that's so. That's new. The foundation of uh, for New Hampshire independence has been around for a decade, but they're really finally starting to get out there, and they're doing this poll work that we're going to see later on this week. So the more we can get it out there that uh, you know there's good news in regards to secession, the more people that support independence are going to migrate here, and the stronger this movement will be. And and as we've seen with the uh, just the libertarians coming here upsetting the apple cart and the status quo and having democrats go out last weekend or not last the weekend prior to last uh, protesting in Keene Central Square against free staters against libertarian activists here in New Hampshire shows that we are having a tremendous impact already these people are already freaking out and some of them are leaving New Hampshire some of them are just saying you know what this is bad. We we can't handle all these freedom people being here. The freedom people are winning. We hate freedom. We're just going to move to New York.
1: And you know what? I'm glad that some a lot um, of those people that were speaking at the anti-free state of rally started saying. You know what? I decided I'm going to run for office for the first time um, because pe- more people need to hear about their horrible ideas. Mm. I mean, like, they keep using the word liberty for the first time and then talking about how they want to steal from people.
0: Oh, yeah. The Democrats are now positioning themselves as in favor of low property taxes. The Democrats in New Hampshire are now saying that it's libertarians that want to raise property taxes.
1: Where did they get that uh, from? I've never know. heard that. It's, it
0: it's doesn't make any sense. It's absolutely ridiculous. You know, they're just lying. Hmm. Whatever it is, that I don't know where they got that idea, but that's what they're propagating. And that's because they're desperate. Well,
2: I mean, the Democrats love to lie. Yeah.
0: Well, they, the Republicans do too, but they're desperate. They,
2: they do, but but lately, and and I would not have said this a few years ago, but lately the Democrats have have just, along with CNN, have just had. Barely a passing acquaintance with the
0: truth. There's more coming up, and you can join us here 603 283 6160. That's 603 283 6160. Whether you want to weigh in on independence or whatever happens to be on your mind, uh, more coming up. We'll talk about The Anarchist, too, this new documentary series coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Phones are open, and you're invited if you want to join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. We're talking about state secession. And it's not just us talking about it. It is a YouGov Yahoo News poll where people were asked a a few different questions in relation to this. And the more that we can see this uh, poll, the more people are asked about this, the better off we're going to be because it just sparks conversations. It gets people thinking, and uh, the fact is, secession can happen if enough people believe that it's possible. That's all it is. It's just all about belief. If people don't think it's possible, it'll never happen. If people think it's possible and they want it, most importantly, it will.
1: I say it's more about imagination. You don't have to believe it's going to happen. Belief is, you know...
0: What's the difference?
1: Well... You can imagine that something will happen and see, oh, that's how it could work. But belief is like, I don't know, looking at something not with the facts, but with just blind faith.
0: Well, I'm not saying you um, believe that it will happen, Hmm. but the belief that it could happen. If you don't think it can happen, it cannot happen. That is not in your paradigm. It's not in your experience. It will never uh, become real. We're going to go to your phone calls and thoughts, so uh, the number is 603-283-6160. Let's talk to Major Payne on the line in Michigan. Go ahead, Major.
4: Hey, Bonnie. You were just saying how the uh, the dumbass rats are fleeing for New York again. Wait, that, was I? Been...
0: I think I said something about New York.
4: Yeah, well, you. I, I call them the dumbass rats, the Democrats. Okay, that's oh.
5: cute. Oh.
4: Anyway... Um, it's just kind of interesting because a couple hundred years ago they were called Tories and they were heading in the opposite direction.
0: Hmm. Things change
1: from New York yeah. to like New up Hampshire. Canada.
4: Oh,
0: that's
4: where the the remainder of the British loyalists had, got ended up scooting to. Ah, hmm. uh, okay. Okay, so all uh, well, right. This quote here comes from Benjamin Franklin, right? About the tale of that time, he says, "Those who give up their liter- liberty for security deserve neither."
5: Hmm.
0: Classic quote. Absolutely. It's a good one. All right,
4: so I got a couple of, I got a couple of juicy cop tidbits for you, fresh off the press. Cop? This one here.
0: Yeah, a
5: COP. happened in
4: Grand Rapids last night, I think. It might have been Saturday night, but I just, and this is one of them things they're going to bury right quick if they can, because they don't want it getting out. Okay. The bar was letting out, I guess, and the cops say somebody pointed a gun at them, and there's a whole crowd of people. They opened fire. Five of the people are shot. I don't know if they're killed or not, but sneers I can call, that that's what they define as a mass shooting. Oh, my God. Five. Hold on. So
0: let me see how I'm following you here. There's a crowd of people. Cops believe someone in the crowd had a gun. They opened fire on a crowd of people. What was the crowd of people doing? Where was this?
4: I, I believe it was at bar closing.
0: Okay. Mm. Just people out in the streets.
1: Did they see a gun? Yep, Do yep. they claim that they saw a gun or just they, they got a report? They,
4: they claim somebody pointed a gun at them. Wow. It was a quick news blip, and I didn't hear anything about a firearm being found. The cops were the only ones that opened fire. There was no
0: shell cases. How Why many you innocent shoot, people got hit?
1: No, Why do you no shoot five people because one person has a gun?
0: You said it was five people that got hit? Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
1: That person has a gun. Either. Let's shoot these four over here, too.
0: Well, apparently they
2: haven't read the Second Amendment either because yeah. you have a right to have a gun.
0: Well, that's true, but you don't have a right to, to point it at it, somebody yeah. if oh. that's what happened. But we have no idea if that's what happened. They just started blasting people. Well, so anyway, I just
2: started blasting.
0: <laughs> it's insane. The
4: other, one, the other one's out of Nuvalde, Texas. This just came out of the Texas house today. Mm. Evidently, six, remember where the, the school shooting there? Yeah. Okay, well, 60 minutes after the alarm had been sounded, there were 376 cops around wow.
2: yeah. in that place.
0: I had heard it was And that
2: wasn't good enough odds for them to actually take the risk of going in. What <laughs> kind risky. of a numerical advantage do these
0: weaklings demand? 376 cops versus one scrawny teenager.
1: And exactly. With one gun,
0: and the the morons on the net are
2: saying, "Oh, well, that just proves how powerful the AR-15 is." The cops have AR-15s
0: too. Yeah. Oh my god! And smoke bombs, and flashbangs, and you know, all kinds of toys, and
2: grenades, and yeah. probably some fully automatic weapons laying around. They somewhere. sure as
0: hell used a smoke bomb and a flashbang on this house, by the way. That's uh, if you look, if you watch the video footage that I uploaded, you can see it over at free, uh, freetalklive.com of the security cameras that they finally sent the footage back to us, amazingly, without deleting it, thankfully. Um, but uh, in the very beginning, the very first thing they did was they tossed a flashbang out and they tossed a smoke grenade out. So, I mean, they're happy to use it against us. Well, right,
4: yeah. let, let me give you another scenario. Let's say that had been 376 rednecks sitting out there listening to these kids getting murdered. Do you think that that damn door wouldn't have been breached?
0: Hmm. oh we already know that the yeah. you, we already know that the parents were desperately trying to get in there they oh, needed yeah. the hundreds of cops to keep the parents away oh yeah goodness. and
2: really they should they should be charging the cops As accessories to to murder, murder. because they provided security, not for the school, but But for for the the shooter. shooter. They're the only reason the shooter lived as long as he did, because if 10 parents had gotten into that room, yeah, he would have taken a couple of them out, but it's likely that they would have gotten a hold of him and it's likely that he would have had a much more painful death.
0: Thank you, Major Payne, for the call tonight. I appreciate it. The number here is 603-283-6160. Did you guys see the images from the hallway where hmm. there was one cop? The hand sanitizer who, guy? There was that one. I didn't
2: see
1: that. I just saw the I, one with the All Punisher. I could
2: think of is he's washing the blood off his hands. Well, he hadn't gotten to it yet, but... Well, well, no, <laughs> but, but metaphorically, he's Metaphorical. washing the blood yeah of his inactivity off his
0: hands uh you were referring to the punisher one though
1: yeah i've only seen that one the guy's standing there with like a smirk on his face look opening his phone or maybe he doesn't have a smirk no wait i saw another one with a smirk Hmm. so that i saw the one with the guy you can't really see his face it's kind of from the back of his head but he's checking his phone while kids are getting yes. killed and uh yeah he well, has a punisher thing. background on his did phone. you know
0: the rest of the story with that guy allegedly no, i don't
1: believe it i oh, i just don't believe false? it why would that have not come out until now people the, are saying just on twitter is, it's not like some kind of official report anywhere that i've found that this guy one of his kids believe? one a, well, say. Uh, this guy's wife was supposedly a uh, teacher in the school and he was checking his phone because she was giving him updates on how much she was bleeding out and she was dying. He then tried to rush in there that and get at heard. her and then they all uh, all of his other cop buddies held him down and took his gun away so he literally couldn't but he tried.
0: Okay. I hadn't heard that part of there the story. There was a cop
2: who supposedly was tackled by the other cops so they, to, again to better defend the shooter mm-hmm. um I don't believe it. Hmm.
1: They all signed up for this. You is don't what believe they do. what? That there was a cop that tried to do it, and then he got you know. I mean, and we just aren't hearing about it until now.
0: Well, they don't. Mm.
2: It's something I I had uh, heard before um, that there was a cop who actually tried to tried to go in, but that certainly doesn't make it any better for them because again when faced with the prospect of somebody stopping the shooter what did they do they defended the shooter
0: yeah. Um, as far as the information, Bonnie, they don't release everything immediately. So, I mean, it's certainly possible that a report just came out this week or last week that revealed even more information like this the information about the 376. I heard it was Why didn't this cop
1: come out and said anything like, hey, I'm quitting because my wife died because people were holding me back. God, this is not OK. Like that he's woman did. He's a coward. Well, he Exactly. He's a coward. He didn't do yeah. any of that. He was I, checking yeah, I, his I agree phone. With
0: you. I don't think he did either. Well, what did you
1: hear? You said you heard something different. Uh,
0: my the version of the story I heard. And again, this is all just online posts, so we don't know what the what the truth is. Was that this dude's just standing there as his wife is being murdered?
1: Mm. Well, yeah, that's also what I heard. But
0: yeah, he's just on his phone as his wife is being murdered, and that's it.
1: And and honestly, like, who's just like going to be texting while they're dying? I got shot. I'm bleeding out. Like, wouldn't you at least call or for, if you're going to do anything, wouldn't you rather call? For another thing is. That guy just like shooting people in this this one room, well, if and you he sees someone to... texting, but he's not like killed the, them mm. again all the way dead. I don't know. You it's know, it's hard
0: like... to really question what's going on in a in a place like that or in somebody's mind. I, I know some kids probably tried to play dead uh, in that in that situation, and maybe the,
2: the... well, one of the things that the uh, brilliant cops did is is shouted into the kids. Yell if you need help. So some of the kids yell. Oh, the God. cops ignored them. But, of course, the guy went out, went over and shot the kids he that knew they yelled. Were still alive. So oh, they God. got those ones killed.
0: Wow. Uh, if you want to join the show, here the number 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And, of course, the government gang is trying to make themselves look like, they, oh, well, we're investigating this. And we found that protocols weren't followed correctly and that this could have been differently if only blah, blah, blah. Well, look. Uh, we know this isn't like the first time the cops have acted like cowards in these situations. It goes all the way back to Columbine where mm-hmm. in the late 1990s, was it 98 or something like that? Where literally cops, a cop or more than one cop waited outside until the shooters killed themselves and then they went inside. Well, without the dead kids, how would they take our guns away? They mm-hmm. need the Good excuse. Point. Yep, mm-hmm. there's more coming up here. Hour two's next. It's Free Talk Live.
5: Free Talk Live
0: It is Free Talk Live, we're kicking off the second hour of the program You can bring up what you want The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Lots, of course, in the news to talk about, but you're not going to hear most shows discussing secession like we do here on Free Talk Live, because, you know what, in my opinion, it's probably one of the most important issues of our time is getting out from underneath the boot of the federal government. And just to be clear, I would have said the exact same thing under Trump, as I'm saying now under Biden, they both had a boot on peaceful people's heads and it's time for that to change. And the only way it's going to change is not by voting harder, not by voting for different people and sending them to DC, even if they've got good intentions, the only way that's going to change is if we just say goodbye and leave uh the United States.
1: And it's it's too paradigm shifting for most other shows to want to bring it up because well we don't we don't benefit like uh, the mainstream media does for uh holding up the empire upholding, you know, the the union and the empire and the sure. federal government.
0: Yeah, the mainstream media loves having wars to talk about. That just gets more uh, attention. It gets more people to hold through commercial breaks and that sort of thing.
2: The mainstream media is also on the CIA payroll and has been for years. Absolutely.
1: I I even meant it like that. Yeah, I think they just get direct checks to say whatever uh, the the Empire wants them to say.
0: I should add that uh, I'm Ian. I'm nobody. And this is Bonnie. So there's another story here about secession from our friends over at the Texas Nationalist Movement. Uh, Bonnie, you and I had the pleasure of meeting Daniel Miller uh, from TNM. He was up here in New Hampshire visiting. great. He's a real entertaining character. Uh, During the Liberty Forum, which is the Free State Project's yearly convention that they hold during the wintertime, and he had come up to attend a secession panel. And that panel video is online, by the way. I think you can find it at the freaking odyssey because i think we put a version of it up there but anyway he spoke about it and he's been supporting texas independence since the i think the mid-1990s so almost three decades basically of his life so he's got a lot of experience at this and they dug through this poll that i i teased earlier tonight i said that this week there's going to be numbers coming out about new hampshire and texas and florida well it turns out the numbers are already out for texas so actually, the only numbers that haven't been released yet are New Hampshire's numbers, and they dug through this and they found, of course, you know, Wait,
1: are, I'm sorry the the ones that the New Hampshire indep- the independent uh, New Hampshire the Foundation for New Hampshire Independence did all of those are already out,
0: all except for New Hampshire. Oh, okay, so te- uh, the Texas numbers are out, the Hawaii numbers are out, the Florida numbers are out. I just haven't had a chance to look at any of that.
1: Oh, we should do that.
0: But uh, <laughs> that but I have been looking at the Texas ones to some extent. Although again, I just saw this just not too long before the show started, so I haven't really had a chance to dig through it, but the folks over at the Texas Nationalist Movement at their website tnm.me say this about it. Bombshell poll. 66% of Texas voters want Texas. Wow. According to a newly released poll by Survey USA, a top-rated pollster, sixty-six percent of likely Texas voters want Texas to withdraw from the union and become an independent country. Wow! Wow! Now, that, go ahead.
2: You know the 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 only sad thing about that is Texas is probably the one uh, the one state in the union that would. Uh, that would institute the death penalty for smoking weed.
0: Hmm. Yeah, they, unfortunately, if you look at the, um, there's the Freedom in the 50 States study that they do every, I think it's year or every two years. Anyway, Texas is ranked at number 49 for Hmm. personal freedoms.
1: Well, I mean, it's not that sad because if you're into actual liberty, you still have the opportunity to move uh, where, where where you are now and get out of there. But if you're fine with not smoking weed and you're fine with that, you know, you should you should have the right to leave the union because they're doing much worse
5: things.
0: Now, according to Daniel Miller, because what I you know, what I do when I look at this is I want to see I want to make sure that what they're saying is is true. Right. Like that's a pretty big number. Sixty six percent is a pretty big claim. And I, all right. Well, I want to look at this actual study. I want to look at the numbers for myself and try to find that sixty six percent. I couldn't find it. Hmm. Uh, when I looked at it, so he actually responded because we've—he's in one of our New Hampshire exit chat rooms, mm-hmm. and uh, and he said it's likely voters. So what I was looking at, I was looking at the wrong place. Uh, but the number of the likely voters number isn't in the data that Survey USA released publicly. So maybe I think Daniel might have something behind the scenes that he's looking at. But Survey so- USA
1: did the survey for Foundation for New Hampshire Independence.
0: Correct, oh, okay. and they surveyed eight different states. Texas was one of them. However, right here, question number two on this survey uh, was this, the following. This survey is about possible responses to the political problems some may see in the United States and the solutions some people have proposed. We're specifically interested in Texas attitudes towards the idea of making the U.S. into two or more separate countries. Would you support Texas becoming an independent country along with other conservative states Or not? And the answers were definitely yes, yes, no, definitely no, and that's it. So when you look at these numbers, and again, I don't see the likely voters category that he was referring to, but even when you look at all of the respondents to this poll, it's 32% saying definitely yes and 28% saying yes. That's 60% of every single person who responded to this poll in Texas, it's over 600 uh, respondents. Sixty percent of them said they support Texas becoming an independent country along with other conservative states.
1: Wow.
2: That's that's a beautiful thing, because the thing is, once one uh, once one state goes, it it changes everything.
0: Yeah, a bunch of others are going to feel comfortable leaving because the biggest objection that we almost always hear from people about secession is, well, the military is going to roll in tanks or, you know, there's going to be some sort of military oppression.
2: Which it's, it's like staying with your with your husband because you think he's going to kill you if, you if you leave. Well, if you think your husband's going to kill you, if you leave, you really should not be with that person. Indeed.
0: Because he's a psychopath. Time to go. Uh, no matter what the risks are. Because right, you, know, you know what's going to happen if you stay home.
1: If enough enough states secede, they won't be able to roll in tanks in everywhere.
0: No, and they they sure as hell are going to roll in tanks into Texas. Hmm. I mean that place is humongous and also well armed. Of course, New Hampshire is well armed, just not as large. Uh, so when you actually look at the breakdown by political party, you got thirty three percent of Republicans saying definitely yes. Texas should become an independent country with other conservative states. 40% of Republicans saying yes, so that's 73% of Republicans and even the Democrats with a fair amount of support, with 36% saying definitely yes and 18% saying yes, so you're talking about more than 50% of, of Democrats as well, Wow, saying Texas should become a conser- or sorry, an independent co- country along with other conservative states. Wouldn't expect that from uh, Democrats, but there it is. Well, I mean,
2: I've, I've talked to a lot of conservatives who were uh, enthusiastic about uh, the idea of California seceding. That doesn't mean they're going to live there True. after it happens. But, you know, I mean, God, if we got rid of the tyrants in and, and California, New York and Massachusetts, uh,
0: it would change, change the whole country. Uh, let's see. There's other questions. Basically, this whole survey is related to secession. That's one of the things that makes this an interesting survey is, unlike the UGov poll that we started the show with tonight, where it's a 67-question survey and three of them have to do with uh, secession and independence. A lot of this, uh, if not all of it, has to do with that. And so there is another There is another question in here uh, that I wanted to highlight, and I'll, I'll pull that up here in just a moment. But it's it, it does ask specifically... What would you prefer Texas do? Join a country formed only from states that lean Republican in the South, which is sort of what they were referring to earlier, the heartland and a part of the West, or join a new country formed only from Southern states, or become completely independent from other states except for economic trade agreements and military alliances, or remain in the United States? So it gives people a lot of options Hmm. in that particular case.
1: What was number one?
0: Uh, Amongst all of the respondents... The number one option was to, of course, remain part of the United States at 47%. But 21% said become completely independent. 11% said go with the Republican Southern heartland thing that they were talking about. And 9% a new country only from Southern states. There's more coming up here in moments. You can join us on Free Talk Live. Is Free Talk Live, and the phones are open here. You can join us. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We've been sharing with you uh, some interesting numbers, especially out of Texas, with the new survey that's focusing exclusively on the idea of independence, secession, they surveyed about 600, 625 adults uh, just a few weeks ago, late June, I think it was. Looks like it, yeah, the twenty first through the thirtieth. They talked to six hundred twenty five of them, and uh, was it online? Okay, yeah, it was online. So an online poll. So they They didn't call people on their uh, their their phones, and this is supposedly now. I, to be fair, I had not heard of Survey USA, but purportedly they are fairly reputable. And the numbers here are very, very interesting. Now, it changes dramatically, of course, based on the question being asked. But as uh, the folks over at TNM.me, that's the Texas nationalist movement, are highlighting uh, 66% of likely Texas voters want Texas to withdraw from the United States and become an independent country with a full on 60% of them. So 66% of likely voters, but just normal Texans, including non-voters. Uh, 60% of them say, yeah, let's let's leave and become an independent country along with other conservative states. They also break it down here, pointing out the poll was conducted in eight states. And, oh, here's the list of them. So Texas, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, South Carolina, Florida, New Hampshire, and Hawaii. So basically the whole South plus New Hampshire and, and Hawaii. And of course, Hawaii is known for having an independence movement there. It is the newest, I believe. Wait, of they didn't all-
1: do California? Sorry.
0: Surprisingly, no. Okay. They didn't. They probably should have, but uh, but you know, I think the situation with this poll was somebody had a lot of money they were willing to put towards it, and they obviously they had the money, so they picked the states. <laughs> uh, but I'm glad they included New Hampshire in this. We have not gotten the New Hampshire numbers yet. That's the one state that Survey USA has yet to release. And I believe that those are embargoed pending the Foundation for New Hampshire Independence releasing them first. So I think what happens is the foundation gets the chance to kind of break the news. And then Survey USA reveals all of the numbers. because okay. obviously organizations are going to cherry pick, right? Like there's there is something like two dozen questions in this survey. And so clearly, you know, some of them have better results than others and as i was saying uh just a few moments ago when they ask a much more specific question so the first question that we were just looking at was would you support texas peacefully becoming an independent country along with other conservative states and that's what they got 60 percent of the population of texas to say yes to which is amazing there's no doubt about that Uh, and then they they broke it down a little bit further with this other question uh asking people if Texas should join a country formed only from states that lean Republican in the South, the heartland and part of the West, uh, join a new country formed only from Southern states, become completely independent from other states, except for economic trade agreements and military alliances, or remain part of the United States. And that's where you then get 47% saying remain part of the U.S., 21% saying become completely independent, 9% say form a new country only from the Southern states states, and 11 percent, say, uh, join the Republican-leaning Southern Heartland kind of union concept. Uh, but even so, that's that's still, let's see, 21 to 9, 30, 41 percent. That's 41. So 41 percent down from 60, saying earlier they wanted to join the, uh, the union of states. Wait, so- how's
1: it 41 percent if only 49 percent?
0: Uh, so, 41% would be 21% saying become completely independent, 9% saying join a new country from southern states, so that's 30 there, and then plus 11, so 41%. The 11% say lean uh, join the Republican-leaning states. Okay, but think. that so only
1: makes it 90% with the 49% saying stay in.
0: Uh, okay, so 47% said remain part of the U.S., and 13% said they're not sure. Oh, not in sure. In that case. So, uh, again, very, very interesting poll. Next question on it was, would you support or oppose the idea of Texas holding a vote to find out whether voters want Texas to peacefully separate from the United States? And in that case, you've got 27% and 23% saying they either strongly support or somewhat support that.
1: Going back to the last, so, last 50%, question, I mean, you can assume that a chunk of the not sure means not sure which one it should break into. They still think it should break up because otherwise we may be able to get 40 or 60 percent from the question before.
0: Well, they may also be not sure whether or not they want to remain part of the U.S. because that was the other option in that question. But yeah, you're right, Bonnie. It's important to focus on the not sure options here because those are people that are persuadable. Hmm. And in the case of asking the Texans whether or not they want people to be able to vote on this question, 50 percent of them said they support that idea. Only 10 per, or sorry, 30% said they somewhat or strongly oppose, and again, a large chunk with 21% saying they weren't sure whether Texans should be able to vote on uh, this question. So again, I think this is all very, very interesting, and it's a great starting point. I know the folks over at the Foundation for New Hampshire Independence, uh, they would like to continue doing these polls, so maybe every year or every two years. To keep hitting the same, you know, not the exact same people, obviously, but, you know, a a segment of population from each of these states and see if this changes over time. See if we can start persuading people to go in uh, in a particular direction.
1: And if this is the first temperature check, I'd say we're heading towards a pretty good trend of. People wanting to secede from the union.
0: Yeah, it's a first. I mean, it's not per se the first. There have been others that have been asked in the last couple of years, but this is the first one that's really focused on secession. Usually independence or secession is just kind of included as a uh, a part of a larger survey. But this one, it's literally every single question uh, and and I, I feel like I should uh, should share more of it, but honestly, I haven't even had a chance to to digest it. Plus, it'll be more interesting once we get the New Hampshire numbers in, which should be could be as soon as tomorrow. I mean they might even put a press release out tonight because I know that uh, you know Texas did it first. I haven't looked at Florida, I haven't looked at Hawaii, but these are great numbers. And so kudos to the people of Texas. I, I don't care who it is that goes first. You know whether it's I'd like to be first. Yeah, it would be nice. It would be nice. But if Texas, you know, manages to pull it off then that's great. If California can do it, uh that's fantastic. Obviously those are big states, so it's nice to to see them go. But uh you know, the reason we should be first is because well, we've got the best movement. We've got the migration of uh people moving here for liberty. New Hampshire's the only state of all of the secessionists uh, pro secession supporting states that has actually had a legislative move in that direction. With uh, CACR 32 earlier this year, even though it didn't pass, mm-hmm. it was filed and there was a public hearing, which was three hours long. You can see the whole thing on the Freekeen Odyssey channel. Just go to video.freekeen.com and you can watch all of us, the three of us and dozens of other speakers, I think, probably a couple dozen speakers at least, mm-hmm. talk about the idea of secession, talk about why it needs to happen, why it needs to happen here. And nobody except the politicians was opposed to it. Isn't there one guy? I, I think, think there was, was one
1: guy. guy. And then somebody said that he got convinced otherwise whenever afterwards, like people talked to him. It was a uh, black guy. I'd never seen him before. He's I, from New Hampshire.
0: I saw him show up at the uh, Democrats event a couple uh, couple weeks ago. He was there for a little bit. Which
1: Democrat event?
0: The, uh, the ones that were protesting in Keene. Oh, I never saw him. Yeah, he was there. Uh, The number here is 603-283-6160. Bonnie, you've got a story we said we were going to do last week, and we never did. It's about uh, government, federal government mandating rules, potentially, about smartphone chargers. And we'll get into that coming up here in moments. It is Free Talk Live. The new fourth edition of Healing Our World, The Compassion of Libertarianism, will take your understanding of liberty to a deeper level and has over 1,300 updated references, new cartoons, and a foreword by Dr. Ron Paul. With discounts for multiple book purchases, the fourth edition of Healing Our World is a great gift for the liberals, pragmatists, environmentalists, and Christians in your life who think libertarianism is cold-hearted. Get yours today at healing.freetalklive.com and use promo code FTL for a $5 discount. Talk Live, and you can join us here the number 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's Ian. Nobody.
1: And Bonnie.
0: Phones are open here. You can take control of the airwaves. And you can also join our co-host, Mark Edge, at the upcoming Liberty in Our Lifetime conference put on by the Free Cities Foundation. It's happening in beautiful Prague from October 21st. Through the 23rd, you can learn more about it over at LifetimeLiberty.com and grab tickets for 20% off using our discount code, which is FTL20. That's FTL like Free Talk Live and the number two zero. 2-0. And then go to Prague, October 21st through the 23rd, where they'll be showcasing autonomous cities and intentional communities that are springing up around the world, offering opportunities for settlers to live for your lives. The conference theme is Parallel Structures for Progress. They're ex- exploring physical developments and parallel structures in education and finance that offer education or offer alternatives for people looking for better ways to learn, educate their children and invest in their future. It's Free Private Cities conference called Liberty in Your Lifetime. You can go to LifetimeLiberty.com, and again code FTL20. We'll get you 20% off your tickets. Again, it's Prague, October 21st through the 23rd. You can follow them on Twitter at Liberty IOL. So, uh, Bonnie, you've been wanting to talk about this smartphone story uh, with the mandates potentially coming down on chargers. What's going on?
1: I first saw a tweet by Elizabeth Warren where she posted this exact article, and she said, consumers need to have uh, only one smartphone charging option to simplify things because otherwise it's just a i'm I'm paraphrasing because otherwise it's an added cost to the consumer and i was just like oh god it sounds so stupid
0: so there's no one i look to uh when it comes to tech than elizabeth warren
1: yeah dinosaur um this from usa today lawmakers push for universal chargers for smartphones mobile devices a trio of U.S. senators is urging support for a universal charging standard for smartphones and mobile devices after the European Union recently agreed on new rules. Oh,
0: Oh well, the European Union did it, so we should do it, too, is what they're saying.
1: Oh, the union, European Union power grabbed, so the federal government should do it, too. Mm-hmm. In a letter sent Thursday to Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo, Senator, Senators Edward J. Markey and Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts... Oh, both of
0: them are Massachusetts. Lovely.
1: And Bernie Sanders of Vermont, uh, as they press for... This is why
0: we can't have a New England uh, union, by the way.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it would be nice if we could get Massachusetts to move farther away, but... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They probably won't do it. God, these people.
1: Um, As those three press for a plan to tackle the lack of a universal charger, tackle that issue. It's a big issue that needs to be tackled. Like, what just
0: well bunny you I've have never an iphone tackled
2: like a parent trying to save its child
1: and Bonnie, so i bought an iphone charger
0: you have an iphone and the uh apple devices tend to be proprietary the apple for as long as i can ever remember uh with their macintosh products and now their iphone products and such they're very proprietary and that what that means is they were great back in the
2: day with the apple II. The Apple II. That was the peak. It was. It was. Th- that was the peak of Apple technology. You could open it up. You didn't even need a screwdriver. The wow. lid just snapped. It was made to be easily opened. Yeah, mm-hmm. they changed that and, of stuff. Huh? Uh, you know, it was. It was well published. Different manufacturers made boards that you could slip right into it. Wow, it was a little arcane. You you rebooted the machine by typing pr
0: number sign six. But <laughs> it, you remember that detail? Wow, well, that's awesome. Um, I I think I, I think when I was in elementary school, they had us on the Apple IIe. I remember using the yeah, e that version. was uh, and and
2: that school. was that was just as good the Apple IIe, mm-hmm. uh, the Apple II C. Um, but
0: yeah, they had. Color I was monitors. so
2: disappointed when I I mean I bought one of the first or my parents bought me one of the first Macintoshes to roll off the line with 128 K a Ram and mm-hmm. a 400 uh flopless disc drive. Um, and, uh, I went to open it up to see what was, see what was going on in there. Cause you know, I'd never seen anything like it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I I couldn't figure out how to, how to open it up. I didn't see how to do it, so I went back to the store and I was like, uh, you know, I I, I how do, how do I open? What the model case? was this that you? you uh, open? This was the v- original Macintosh Classic. Oh, the, the first, very Mac. Okay. first, okay, Macintosh. This was what late eighties. Um, yeah, okay. yeah, okay. It probably was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I go back to the store and I'm like you know computer's cool i can't figure out how to open it up they said oh you need a special tool for that Mm -hmm. i was like ah well how much is that oh we can't sell that to you yeah i was like what do you mean you can't sell it to me i bought this thing to learn about computers Computers. you're telling me i can't (laughs) open it yeah i can't see what's inside (laughs) um and i've never bought another macintosh ever again since i've i've never bought any apple product since then yeah i I feel
0: the same way and not just about that i remember in the 1990s when i was a a teenager because you're about 10 years older than me um so i was a teenager in the 90s and was starting to get into computer repair and and things like that i mean my dad had always been into computers and you do
1: that as a job computer repair
0: yeah of course however unless you were a licensed repair technician with Apple, you cannot work on their products. And that's also true with uh, as I understand with other companies. So I don't remember if it was a Compaq C O M P A Q they used to make computers. I think they Yeah,
2: they made IBM compatibles. Some they of them
0: were a little funky
2: on uh they had some non-standard stuff, but they weren't too bad.
0: Yeah, I remember there being companies, I don't know if it was that if it was them or Dell or who it was, but they had, like, their cases were also kind of locked down to some extent, like you would need... Definitely
2: different... wasn't Dell.
0: Okay, that might have been compact, but I remember they had, like, maybe it wouldn't have been impossible, but they were using, like, Torx wrench uh, screwdrivers, and they were other, like, proprietary-looking screws that they had where, you know, the average person wouldn't necessarily have what they needed to open up their, uh, their computer computers because they had them locked in it probably wasn't as bad as mac but they, yeah. there were definitely uh you know pcs that were trying that same crap with the you know we're going to lock things down and make it so only our technicians can can do things but the thing is what we don't need is government to solve this problem that's that's what these essentially these senators are saying is oh well, we don't like that people have they can't charge their iphones i mean do they think people have Android. 15
1: 15 bucks it's just weird like it's not some kind of big issue. I've heard anybody and I've been poor and I've heard, you know, working class people talk a lot. I've hung out with a lot of them. I've never heard them be like, I got this phone. But man, I ne- I really wish the government gave out, a, you know, iPhone chargers because I can't fo- afford a charger. Well, wait a minute. Is like,
0: that what they're saying? Or are they This saying- is what they say.
1: Exactly. They're planning to tack. They those three need. uh are pressing for a plan to tackle the lack of a universal charger, which creates a financial burden for consumers and creates more electronic waste.
0: Well, they're not talking about giving away chargers. Hey, yeah, no, no, that's yeah. not what I meant. They're I'm talking just about having a one size fits all charger so you can charge your iPhone on the same cable that I charge my Android phone.
2: And the thing is, I mean it's it's madness on its face because different power supplies have different requirements, not only for uh you know this the simple things, the voltage and and wattage, but they allow different variances. They allow different amounts of noise on on the the input. You can't just rent I mean they're gonna have to make these devices more complex if they have if they have to take well wow. generic more uh, expensive um it, it may they may well end up more expensive
0: um you know do, um
1: sounds like something that the government would do
0: do they get into this in the story as far as what exactly they're proposing to do because it yeah. sounds to me like they just want to impose USB on Apple because so that's the thing there already is a standard it's called USB. I mean, that is an Mm -hmm. industry set of standards the computer industry came together on, and Apple just said, nah, we're going to do our own thing when it comes to charger cables. And they should be free to do that and let the market decide whether or not that's worth dealing with. Because they might come up with something better. They might. There's more coming up here, and we'll get into uh, more of the story. And you can join us here at 603-283-6160 on Free Talk Live. Are open and you can join us here at 603 283 6160. Do we need the government to decide what phone chargers should look like? Because that's what they're talking about, apparently. And Bonnie's got more to the story. We'll maybe get some quotes from these know it alls who probably couldn't tell the difference between an iphone and an android phone if you put them down in front of them these are people who are in their 70s and 80s uh bernie sanders elizabeth warren and some other guy from massachusetts apparently so vermont and massachusetts two of the most hardcore statist places uh, on the planet certainly mass is even worse than vermont Uh, but uh, we'll continue with the story here. And, of course, your calls and thoughts are welcome, 603-283-6160. And, by the way, I want to say thank you to Nicole Edge, who is a supporter of the Free Talk Live Amps program. It is a Patreon. You can go to amps.freetalklive.com, get signed up there, and you can help us advertise, market, promote, and support what we do here on Free Talk Live. Sounds
1: like a Mark fan.
0: Nicole, I think that's actually her real last name, oh. but uh, anyway, she is a gold level, which means she's doing at least 10 bucks a month, sending it over to help us out, and we really appreciate it, and you get some cool benefits from that too. So thank you, Nicole. Uh, once again, it's uh, amps.freetalklive.com. So, Bonnie, what else do we need to know about this story? What, what exactly are they proposing to do here?
1: Quote, we cannot allow the consumer electronics industry to propose Prioritize proprietary and inevitably obsolete charging technology over consumer protection and environmental health. Reads an excerpt from the letter.
2: As far as I know, there's two types of chargers out there Apple and everybody else. Mm-hmm.
1: So. Well, there's like the USB, those circular ones, or, you know, not circular, they're ovals, but. Those What's ones that the there ones are that different your phone flavors
2: uses. Of, of USB. There's US yeah. there's mini USB, micro USB,
0: and USB C. Is that USB C? Yeah, that's the newest one. I don't
1: yeah. like that one. Anyways.
0: The USB C is nice because it is reversible. Yeah. So that's one of the things they solved with USB C versus the previous ones, the micro and the the mini. Yeah, you can get only it the put right it direction. In, yeah, you can only put it in one direction. Whereas USB C, you can put it in over or under, and it'll go in uh, both. Yeah, ways. yeah, I do well, like that. Yeah, I did not know that. Yep. And
2: I have a U. I have USB C. So go on.
1: The senators did not specify the type of charging standard commerce officials should consider as part of the plan. Lawmakers cite money
0: spent by... Cons- be, hold on. That'll be up to whoever lobbies them hardest. Hmm. Yeah. Whoever
2: whoever pays them off the most gets to impose their charger mm-hmm. on everybody.
0: Right. And just think about how bad that is for... I mean, they're talking about this as though it's going to help consumers. Hmm. But if they In actually... The environment. Yeah, that's the claim. If they actually... It's a lie. because, And here's why. If they actually do mandate this on people, everybody purchasing a new phone... If they don't have the thing that's mandated, right? So let's say they let's say they mandate Apple's format. Well, now every new Android phone is going to have to come out with the Apple connection format on it.
1: So they're away their old chargers. Right.
0: So all of the old USB chargers that were in the you know USB C or micro or whatever it was your phone used, those are all no good anymore. Just throw them
2: all. Wow. Out. That's probably why they're doing it. They probably got paid off by somebody who makes some sort of wombat charger that nobody has. Mm. And it's like, wow, I could sell billions of these bizarre things.
1: It's just like, am am I the only one who doesn't think that the consumers wanted this ever? Like, I've never heard people saying, why can't there just be one charger? Because I can't afford all the chargers I have to buy all the time.
0: I mean I've definitely seen people say, oh, this is inconvenient, right? Like you have your phone, it's an iPhone. Over on the other side of the room, there's an iPhone charging cable hanging off of a USB charger. On your side of the room, there's a Android charging cable hanging off a USB charger you would have to get up and walk all the way across the room in order to char- to charge your phone, and that's inconvenient.
6: Getting up
1: and walking, we need the government to do something yeah, about this. I mean,
0: that's the level of inconvenience we're talking about here. Or maybe it's, oh, you know, oh no, I'm at my friend's house and my friend only has an Android phone. So I need to charge my phone. I didn't, you know, it's down to 2%. I'm at my friend's house, but he doesn't have the correct charging cable because he's only got an Android phone and I don't have a charging cable in my purse because mine's at home, right? So that's an inconvenience. We need the government to purse? solve it. I was referring to her. <laughs> but, oh, okay. Uh, uh, but so that's what they, you know, there are definitely people who've been in situations like that. But how but many of them like, said they need the, the government to, yeah. to in, you know, invade And it's this definitely industry? not a
1: money thing. It's not like, I don't know, people are like, I can't afford a new to buy a new charger. I don't know. I mean, they usually come with your first phone, anyway.
2: Well, they How do. helpless do they think we are?
0: <laughs> uh, they, they certainly do, but it is convenient, of course, to have a charger with you wherever you're, you know you go. And
1: so then uh, you spend fifteen bucks on another one.
0: Yeah, and you could keep that with you in a backpack or a purse or in your car or something like that. But again, that's for people who plan. That's for people who you know are responsible and take care of their their problems and come up with solutions instead of turning to the government and asking them to help them out.
1: Lawmakers cite money spent by consumers on various chargers for different products and waste created when obsolete chargers are tossed out as reasons for pushing the to require a universal standard. Last week the EU EU agreed to rules which will take effect by fall 2024 which would allow consumers to only use oh wait Allow consumers to only use hmm. a USB Type C cable to recharge small and medium-sized portable electronics. Do you like how they said allow consumers? Yeah, well, that's to typical only use. With that means
0: the press. The press is constantly saying things like, "Oh, government is only asking you to pay taxes." They always love to just try to. Um, cover up what's really going on. Yeah. And it sounds to me like what's really going on in the EU is that Apple's going to be the one with their hand forced on this. Yeah,
1: people are, well, and the consumers are being forced to have to buy a new charger or being forced to use, just, just any, do a certain thing. It's not they're being allowed to be only allowed to do something. They're being forced. It's just yes. a weird roundabout way of saying that.
0: This will be their only option. Starting, what was it, later this year? 2024. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, Whew. We got we got two years now.
1: <laughs> well, the EU does. mm mm-hmm. The rules cover smartphones, tablets, earbuds, headphones, and portable speakers, among others.
0: Right. Uh, what happens when the industry wants to move beyond USB C? One of the reasons why hmm. USB has. Yeah, changed, one of the
2: things this will do is strangle innovation. Correct.
0: Hmm. One of the reasons why USB, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, nobody, uh, you're definitely a little more computer expert than I am, although we've both been in a it for little? a long uh, for Well, you're good at the programming. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty good at building computers. Yeah, that's um, true. I'm not a hardware guy. But, uh, but the reason why these things. Things have changed over time is, first of all, making connectors smaller is is beneficial for devices, right? As device size small getting smaller than having mm. the connector be smaller, but they can't it, make it. Can it can be small.
2: beneficial, but there's there's a trade. There's a trade-off.
0: Yeah, it could break or whatever, so you can't make it too small. But also, data transfer rates have increased over time. So, there are different USB standards that have come out. There's USB 1.0, 2.0, 3.0. I don't know if we've gone gone past 3.0 yet, but USB 3.0 allows for more data throughput to be transferred, as I understand it, Mm -hmm. over uh, USB cables. And I... Don't know for sure, but I presume the connector types may factor into that. Do, do you know if the the oldest, you know, one of the older types, the USB micro uh, is, or which one was first, mini or um, micro? It's always confusing to me.
2: The, well, micro was the one you saw on cell phones. Minis you would see on like uh, GPS units sometimes, uh-huh. kind of wombat
0: devices. So, the, can you transfer USB 3.0 over those older types of connectors, or do we need to have, you know, USB C to transfer? This is a question I don't have the answer to.
2: Um, and and I don't I don't actually know. It's mm-hmm. frequently. Uh, the case that cables have to be upgraded with with different New standards. standards. Uh, yeah. Cat five is not the same as Cat six. You, right. you can use a Cat six cable with a Cat five setup. But oh, they don't um, go as
0: fast, or the Cat fives don't yeah. go as fast as the Cat six.
2: And and when I say Cat five and Cat six, I'm talking about the categories of uh, of uh, cables. Ethernet yeah. uh, cables or Ethernet, depending
0: on how you like to. But that's one reason why it. things have but, changed over the years is you know upgrades. And so if this if this law goes into place and USB-C is the one only connection option for devices from here on out or at least until the European Union decides to allow another one that's really going to stifle innovation. And you know what already um, uh,
1: makes this completely irrelevant that I just thought of? Those little pads where you can charge any device if you just set it there. It's like a little, it looks like a coaster. Hmm. And you can set your tra- phone on there, wirelessly charging any phone.
0: Well, I don't know if all phones have that option.
1: It's not like an option you turn it on, it just doesn't. Really?
0: That, that's weird. All right, more coming up here in moments. You can join us here. Hour number three is on the way. It's Free Talk Live. Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live, we're kicking off the third hour of the program, you can join us here, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind, the number is 603-283-6160, that's 603-283-6160 here tonight, it's in nobody.
1: And Bonnie.
0: Coming up, if we get a chance, we'll talk about the anarchists. The new HBO television series that started last weekend, the one prior to this one, and uh, episode two came out yesterday. Bonnie, you and I have seen them both so far, so maybe we'll talk a little bit about that tonight. Uh, again, 603-283-6160, but we go to Dave Ridley. He's on the line with us here, calling from New Hampshire. Go ahead, Dave. Hey,
7: folks. To uh, the latest... Uh liberty activity in new hampshire that has authoritarian crapping pyramids the um uh and this is sort of an I, I don't know how, to what extent this is in response to the school shootings that have been going on um but um the the media coverage has certainly been related to that so i guess in keene there is a gun range that is uh helping people build their own assault rifles nice so I'm looking up the name of the range
0: here. I think there's only one gun range in Keene. Uh, it's relatively new. I believe it's the Cheshire County Sports or Gun or Shooting or whatever. Whatever the Cheshire County Shooting uh, Organization is, they've got a range that's in Keene. It's relatively new. It's sort of on the outskirts. Okay, it's a Brook.
5: range.
0: Oof. Unfortunately, yeah, fairy we are... Brooke. It's- yeah, un- unfortunately, it's sounding like your signal is breaking up. Uh, Dave, are you still with us? Okay, I'm moving around. There's okay, one sounds clear now. I sounds clear. Yep,
1: sounds great. Go it, ahead. You said Ferry Brook Range, right? That's what I see.
7: Yeah, that's correct. And okay. they teamed up with another organization to do it. But, of course, the media is losing their minds over this. And and some people, some people who were
8: members of the gun range have decided they don't want to be in Oh my God! Do
0: these
7: people know (laughs) where they
8: are? They're in (laughs) New Hampshire.
7: (laughs) I mean, because yeah, it's a different right, it's a different place. Uh, But uh, speaking of speaking of New Hampshire, though, have you guys already talked about the the um, the New York Times article that I guess just came out about the Free State Project?
1: um we, oh we it, haven't ever talked about it on the air
0: no bonnie you and i we i read uh, it to ian yeah we we talked about it personally on sunday i think it was yeah when we we're driving uh and we met uh, you know went to another uh, free stater event at the time but
1: then yesterday we weren't on the show so maybe they yeah. talked about it yesterday
0: i don't know yes yeah, mm-hmm. so what about it dave what do you think about it oh, oh who knows since i wasn't allowed to read it <laughs> what, what, do you, what? you weren't allowed
2: like, to read oh, it
7: you Who stopped you? Since you never used the New York Times, you've already used your maximum number of views for this lifetime. (laughs) Uh,
0: I got a tip for you, Dave. So here's a handy little website. I I forget who I've got to give credit to for finding it, but uh, it's pretty awesome. Archive.ph. Like, I think it's Philippines. I think PH is Philippines. But anyway, archive.ph. And what you do is you put the URL of the paywalled story... Into the submission box at the top. Odds are good somebody else has already put that same URL in there, and it'll just send you right to uh, to the their sort of ripped version of it. If it hasn't already been uh, been ripped down, then you it will go through a process that might take a minute or two or three. It has to kind of ingest the story into their system, and then it makes a URL available at which you can easily share, and anybody can visit the thing and not have to deal with the paywall. It basically strips down the paywall and hosts it on their own, uh, their own website. Very, very handy site. Is,
2: is, uh, Disabling is that JavaScript time? will frequently that- do it for you, too.
0: Is that archives plural or singular? Singular. Archive.ph. And it's pretty effective at what it does. So, Bonnie, you uh, and I read it. Do you want to summarize for our listeners and for Dave what the the story was about?
1: They kept saying, oh, this is a failure of a movement because the Free State Project uh, had gotten a pledge uh, to move twenty thousand, uh, they got twenty thousand pledges of people to move here, and they only have six thousand, so it's a failure. But let's write a whole entire, entire article about them because they're terrifying. <laughs> yeah,
5: <laughs>
7: it's kind of like the the uh, the uh, Tokyo Rose used to report Japanese victories that were closer and closer to Tokyo.
1: <laughs> mm.
5: <laughs> well. <laughs>
0: Uh, in this case, Dave, That's it was so uh, obviously it was a hit piece. The New York Times, whenever they do a story about the Free State Project, it's always a hit piece. But and this isn't the first time we've had report. They've reported on us here in Keene in the past. Uh, but uh, but it's always good news because it means new people are going to find our migration. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Guy on Guy on the net.
2: Actually, uh, I, I saw him today. He said, oh, I just found out about the Free State Project from the New York Times. And yes. You guys are blessed wow. in your enemies. Said so He said, it's got to help you every time they do a hit piece on you. I said, yeah, that's why we troll them. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: and and uh, the, I think it was the Free State Project account on Twitter made a good point. It also helps keep people away. Yes. Right? Because like the hardcore leftists or the statists mm-hmm. who are seeing what's going on here, they don't want to have to deal with that stuff. Yeah.
2: And the thing is, as they destroy their own states... They start moving into to other states with no idea what they did to, to destroy their last state, and they'll do it again, you know? Right. Um, but if they so, know they're
0: going to come up against too much opposition and they know that this is a place that's going to be uncomfortable for them, they're not going to mm-hmm. come. They're not coming here.
2: Yeah, the first as soon as somebody says, "Oh, yeah, I'm thinking of moving to New Hampshire," the first thing I say is, "Well, you know, there's people with there's people open carrying firearms all over the place. So if you're not comfortable with that, you might want to think again." Exactly.
0: (laughs) Hey, Dave, um, did you hear any of this news about the the secession polling? Uh, I just sent an email to Alu Axelman over at the Foundation
7: for New, in, in New Hampshire Independence. I was asking him to let me know when the poll was released so I could send an email out about it to my yeah. news release.
0: Yeah, we definitely want to get the news out. But what we were sharing earlier tonight was the Texas numbers are out from that very same poll.
1: Not New Hampshire, though.
0: Yeah, New Hampshire is the only state that is currently still embargoed. Florida, Hawaii, Texas, Mississippi, the southern states, are all out of the—so uh, seven of the eight states— Uh, that were surveyed are out and uh, in texas just a recap for you here 66 percent of likely texas voters want texas to withdraw from the union and become an independent country uh, according to that and then also one big takeaway we didn't cover this earlier is the big objection whenever you talk about secession is oh well they tried that civil war they're going to roll in tanks the military is going to invade well according to a question on this survey uh, the poll results drive another stake into the heart of the fear who claim that Texas would mean a war on ec- or, ec- or economic sanctions. The uh, eight states were asked about how to respond if Texas, California or Hawaii voted to become independent countries. Only three to nine percent of any of the states that responded think a military attack should be considered for any of these three states. Oh, groovy. They put my question in. Yeah. yeah. So less than ten percent, and in the case of Texas, it was uh, an average was seven percent in Texas. So seven percent of Texasers, Texanders, what do they call it? Texans. Uh, Texans. Thank you. Of uh, Texans, believe that uh, that military attack should should be utilized if another state secedes. Wow. wow. That's
5: great. Nice. Hey, hey,
7: and and with regard with regard to the gun thing and people building their own guns in Keene, I wasn't super clear. I don't mean to be flippant about. it i'm t- i'm not I'm not saying this is like a, a middle finger to the authoritarians i shouldn't I shouldn't be putting it like that this is a proposed solution or part of the solution for school shootings is letting more average people have guns and be able to build them
5: hmm.
7: so that they can so that they can protect themselves and these 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 gun these shootings are happening in gun free zones
2: Yeah, I mean, you need you need good people with guns and cops don't qualify on the first account, even if they uh, even if they do on the second.
0: Thank you, Dave. Appreciate hearing from you. That's Dave Ridley from RidleyReport.com. Also, the remainder of the the statistics here. So again, 7% say military attacks should be utilized if Texas leaves the union. 55% believe Texas should be allowed independence without any penalty. And the remaining 37% think that economic sanctions are the strongest penalty that should be considered. So Americans are not going to support military violence against states that secede. So that's just mm. off the but table.
2: It, it doesn't necessarily mean the government won't do it, because, I mean, most of the wars have not been real popular. but
0: It will definitely um, drive their popularity down even lower than it currently is. I mean, already Congress mm. is at 7%. Well, that's,
2: that's the thing, is it may drive other people to want to say, okay, now I want out, because yes. I'm not going to war with
0: Texas. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live you <laughs> Free Talk Live. Phones are open. You can join us here at 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Joining you tonight, you've got Ian, nobody,
1: and Bonnie,
0: and you can join us online. Just head over to freetalklive.com. You can download episodes of the show easily right there from the front page. You can also uh, subscribe to our podcast. We have RSS feeds that are available to you Uh, Just go to feeds.freetalklive.com. Copy the one that you want. There's the main feed, which has everything that we offer. There's the Digest-only feed. There's the Episodes-only feed. You copy the one that you want. You put it into your favorite podcast client or just use some of the links there to some of the more popular platforms where you can find us. You'll find all of those links over at feeds.freetalklive.com. Let's go to your phone calls and thoughts. Gigi is on the line in South Carolina. Gigi, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead.
6: Good evening, everyone. First of all, I definitely love the comment that Sarah from New Mexico made last night about the bullet train. I love that idea.
0: Well, I think it's our listeners weren't all tuned in. Yeah, I, d- what, what I don't know what she said.
6: What did Sarah say about the bullet train? Oh, she said that it would be so wonderful uh, to incorporate bullet trains in the United States for transportation purposes like they produce and promote throughout Europe and Japan, and I really appreciated her input with that comment. Um, Okay,
0: but do you think that people should be forced to pay for them?
6: uh, That's a good question. I didn't think about that, so let me be honest. I would have no problem... uh, supporting that financially sure because i'd be willing to pay
5: wait. my share it would because be beneficial
2: uh, to
6: the community at large yeah but would so you I be okay with your
1: neighbors be, yes having to pay for it. would you would you be you personally wouldn't mind but would you be okay with forcing your neighbors who may or may not I, want i it guess to a pay?
2: better way to put it is would you be okay with throwing me in prison if i
0: refuse to pay for it
6: oh god absolutely not well that's what okay. taxation oh, okay, is great.
0: Well, yeah. So that that puts taxation Absolutely out of the question. Absolutely not. So you would agree, then, that this should not be a government... project.
6: your question pro- that you just asked me is very legitimate.
0: Yeah. And so, <laughs> just to clarify, you would agree, then, this should not be a government project at all, that only the marketplace should be deciding where bullet oh, trains go?
6: definitely. Absolutely. Okay, great. Well, then I would agree. I love what the captain said about... A real free market is a garage sale. I love garage
0: sales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're allowed yeah. to have I them legally.
6: Shops. I s- love secondhand and consignment shops.
0: Some it's places in the place. United States actually and- have garage sale licenses where oh, you can't God. just have a garage oh, sale. God, I you have to ask permission. That.
1: Everywhere I've lived, it's like uh, the HOA or the neighborhood or the town, I don't know, Tells you what days you can have them, and that mm-hmm. that always pissed me off. I was always telling my parents we should have a garage sale. They'd be like, "We can't until next
6: month."
0: That yeah, sucks. I
6: never thought about those points. Those are very good issues you raised, Gigi. Anything I else you want to share tonight? That. I beg your pardon. Is there
0: anything else you want to share tonight? Yes, sir. Go ahead.
6: I am just—I don't know the word—not not shocked, but utterly disgusted and thoroughly grossed out. Once again, protect and serve. Give me a break. The police with these new videotapes in Texas. Mm -hmm. What did they do now? Uvalde. Lawsuits coming against the principal, the school, all the cops. It won't work
0: though. They all have immunity. The
6: police department. They are coming. Aren't you an attorney? Endangering a minor. It's. it's Gigi, aren't you an attorney? Not. Pardon me, not in South Carolina.
0: Okay, but you are an attorney somewhere. I remember you calling about it b- before, yes, right? Mm-hmm. Don't you? Yes. Un- don't you, aren't you aware of qualified immunity?
6: Oh, don't get me started on that. I have a big issue with that. You should, because
0: mm-hmm. it's going to get those lawsuits thrown the F out saying. of court. Those lawsuits oh, are not going to go past the initial hearing.
6: Qualified immunity is way overused.
0: Yeah, and you better believe it's going to protect every single officer and every single bureaucrat from any kind of liability for what happened in Uvalde, Texas, unfortunately. I appreciate that
1: she's a lawyer uh, and she has that opinion.
0: Thank you, uh, Gigi, for the call. It, appreciate
2: it. it would not protect them from criminal prosecution as accessories for defending the shooter against anyone who opposed him.
0: Yeah, but then again, the uh, prosecutor isn't going to bring those charges, so they're protected from that, too.
2: Maybe they should get rid of that prosecutor and find one who will. That's my suggestion. That's possible I wonder if there are any oh, well, good prosecutors. lawyers prosecutor. will do
0: anything if you're paying them. What's that, Bonnie?
1: I wonder if there are any good prosecutors out there. They all seem like scums nah, to me.
0: there's no good prosecutors out there. I've never heard of it. Nope. You
2: kind of got to be a sadist to be a prosecutor. Yeah, basically,
0: yeah. they are doing the bidding of the police- and they constantly are prosecuting peaceful people who've never harmed anybody else. And it's sick. You have to be a sick puppy to do that job.
1: And they also completely believe that they are blameless because they didn't write the law. I remember one time we mm-hmm. went to the, um, I forget what it's called off the top of my head, but one of the courts in New Hampshire, that, the one that we've been to several times with Frank it starts Brentwood. with the B, Brentwood and uh, Penguin, who's on the show, Chris, Chris, who's on Friday's. Mm-hmm. He said to the prosecutor that she was um, the c word.
0: Yeah, that was pretty and amazing. Uh,
1: he w- <laughs> She was just like N- uh, because he said that it was because she prosecutes victimless uh, people for victimless mm-hmm. crimes, and she said, "I don't write the crimes." And he was like, "Yeah, you just prosecute people for them."
0: Right. Without her, I mean, it's bad enough the cops are arresting people, but without the prosecutors, nothing could go forward. The yeah. cops can't bring the you know the cops bring the charges, but they can't bring the yeah. case. And
2: prosecutors, unlike cops, cops are kind of required to follow orders. Um, kind of. Of course.
0: They have discretion. You know,
2: Nazi prison guards were also required to follow orders, but uh, that didn't save them at, at uh, Nuremberg. Mm-hmm. Um, but prosecutors legally and officially have absolute discretion not to pursue a case absolutely Yeah,
1: that's so, why they're always like look we threw this one out but we're just going to prosecute for this you for this one the only reason they can do that is because they have discretion
0: Yep. Mm. if they were decent human beings they would only prosecute violent people and that yep. would be the end of the story but yeah. they're not. They're looking to build a career on the backs of peaceful people. Hmm. The more people they put behind bars, the better it looks for them for getting a potential uh raise or getting a new job or getting, you know, a new position with more, you know, bureaucrats underneath them or whatever.
1: They'll do that for just a couple hundred thousand dirty fiat dollars a year.
0: Not even that, I don't think. And I mean,
1: that I would say makes them exactly what Chris called that lady. See you next Tuesday.
0: Yeah, I wonder what the average federal prosecutor gets paid. You know, the big guy, like the head prosecutor, he's probably making six figures, maybe over two hundred or something like that. But the average prosecutor, the the little guys, the
2: I don't know. I, I would think they'd make a good I would be 80. surprised if there if there are many attorneys making less than six figures. Yeah
0: hmm you might Um, be right about that uh the number here is 603-283-6160 you can join us share your thoughts bring up whatever's on your mind uh there's a ton of stuff like i said in the news here of course we we haven't even covered the inflation numbers out there i mean that that, those came out a few days ago and i don't think they covered those this weekend so over nine percent according to the government's own dishonest numbers nine point one percent in uh in the last year So we can talk about that, too. Of course, you can bring up whatever's on your mind here. The number is 603-283-6160. Phones are open, as they always are, here on Free Talk Live. Uh, So we've got a lot to cover, including, like I said, the anarchists uh, as well. And you can join us. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. talk live the phones are open and you're invited here join us at 603-283-6160 that's 603-283-6160 tonight in the studio it's ian nobody
1: and bonnie
0: we're gonna go uh, back to your phone calls and thoughts and if we get the chance we'll talk about the anarchists That's the new HBO series that is now in week two out of six. It happened uh, last night. And, Bonnie, you and I, we've seen the episodes thus far. We can comment on that. Of course, your calls come first. So let's talk to someone calling themselves Mr. Idaho Law, calling from Idaho. You're on Free Talk Live.
9: Yes, I'm Mr. Idaho Law, and I am wishing that you uh, did deal with the narratives that aren't really
0: you can't say that on the radio uh this is a broadcast radio show you can't say the s word you can't say the f word there are a few other words you can't say but i'll give you I'm what's gonna,
1: not modern that we've been discussing I'm gonna, I
0: i want to get to what he i don't know what he was going to say there but i'm gonna bring you back i'll give you one I more chance it. here okay you, you're okay. on broadcast radio you can't say those things
9: okay i heard you earlier in a program say it, so I was wondering. No, sir,
0: I did not say that word. What?
9: No, not you. The other program I was watching earlier. So I
0: don't know what you're so talking anyways,
9: about. Anyway, it's a simple issue of poisoning of America. I'm in Idaho. We make radioactive fertilizer, and we've been distributing it throughout the United States for 70 years. I am hmm. the one that the tobacco company asked for help um, regarding the lung cancer in the 80s of how the uranium got in the cigarettes. Hmm. Every cancer and toxic study that's done in the United States doesn't even look at or even recognize or share the issue of the uranium materials in the foods. Not at all.
0: Okay, so you're saying there's uranium in food?
9: In fertilizer. That's right. Radioactive fertilizers. Look it up. And if you go to the Ben Roman testimonies and things like that in the 80s, I'm the one that exposed all that. It's been made here since 1942 under the Manhattan Project secrecy at J.R. Simplot Company in Idaho. It mm. has now become global. The, the tobacco companies did stop it being sold east of the Mississippi River for like 50 years. Well, but that's changing now, okay? it is seriously gone global. I can tell you what companies in the Ukraine are selling. I can tell you what strategic countries are involved and have the same deposits. What is the goal here?
0: That- what? Why are they doing this, in Poison your opinion? It, money. Why? Is, why would it be and, money to poison people?
9: There's a lot of money in fertilizers. Okay, it, this is Idaho potato. This okay, is not, uh, uh,
2: Idaho. yeah, but it's, it's, I mean, know. sure, there's a lot of money and money in uh in fertilizer, Habit but altered. dead people don't eat, and uh, right. and so so the question is not why are they selling fertilizer, but why are they selling radioactive? fertilizer.
9: Simple simple answer for that. It's called the wet process. It was, it was the process that Simplot was allowed to do in 1941, meeting with the federal government, but they they did not tell him what was in the, the phosphoria formation, what that it was the largest uranium deposit in the United States still is because, it's you know, they tied it with the word phosphorus, okay? Phosphorus soil. So J.R. Simplot wanted to help the war effort. And so that's where it got unleashed. Then, then FMC, and you ought to look up these
0: people, moved right. I don't think that was an 19. answer to the question.
1: Yeah, you didn't really. Why would they want to to poison the soil? I Hey, I'm not being a.
9: They meaning the government or the JR uh, Simpli country or the U.S. secrecy project in the Manhattan. Government? Any of the
2: above, that. if you happen to be aware of their motives.
9: Well, basically, like I said, I've been studying it. I'm a geologist as well. As a publicist. And I've been studying this and sharing it and exposing it for many years. And if you look me up or anything about it, you can look up yourself because other people try to take on the issue. Why they did it? It was all really about money, especially when FMC Corporation came involved. They were making probably a billion dollars a week in the 1950s.
1: See, I can see why
9: uh,
1: I see that selling fertilizer makes money because um actually one thing i've been reading in the secret life of plants which is a book that came out in 1973 it's amazing Uh and i recommend it to everyone is that in russia um and you know scientists all over the world but started in russia they discovered that they could make plants grow faster and stronger just with certain um like frequency rays being shot at them and that is being suppressed even back in the 1970s it was being suppressed because of the fertilizer companies like they would be obsolete if you didn't need that poison going into the soil to make cr- plants grow faster and better um so i can no, see the was- money thing but why does it have to be
9: poison well why does it have to again it was an issue to help the war effort okay they learned back how does that then help then the, the
0: war effort for it to be
9: poisoned are,
0: are
2: they at war Fosters with us
9: would help plants grow quicker Especially in, uh,
2: Wait, do what say? does phosphate?
9: Phosphorus, Phosph- phosphate, phosphate. Okay. These are phosphate fertilizers. Okay, but they don't remove the uranium from it. Okay, the first money maker is phosphate. But uh, just but to, to clarify, are you the saying they're,
0: they're? You're not saying they're adding uranium to it. You're just saying no, that it's in it, in it naturally. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Uh, thank you for the call tonight, uh, Mr. Idaho Law. I appreciate it. Uh, The number here is 603-283-6160. According to ManicBotanics.com in an article about the radioactive fertilizer hoax, he says there's some basis to the claim that inorganic fertilizers are radioactive, although it tends to be greatly overstated, misrepresented, and or completely misunderstood by those who typically assert it. He says that it's shown that some inorganic per- fertilizers have potentially somewhat higher radioactivity level- levels than organic fertilizers. For instance, agrochemical phosphate fertilizers are shown to possess higher levels of radium-226 than organic phosphate-containing manures. However, where organic phosphate rock fertilizers are used, this is a, which is a very common practice in organic farming, even higher levels of radioactivity are likely to be pres- present in soils, then where agrochemical phosphate fertilizers are used He says on the point of oversimplified firstly both organic and inorganic fertilizers are naturally radioactive so he did admit to that mr idaho law that they're not adding hmm. uranium to these they're just that's the way they come well, out of the earth i
1: don't want even a little bit radioactive food the problem, when there's Bonnie. other options radioactivity
0: is natural Yeah, everything's a little bit radioactive. That's the point he's making here. You don't have
1: to use fertilizers if the government wasn't putting uh, people who were researching plants uh, down to profit the fertilizer companies. Sure. You can use uh, a sound wave.
0: But here's the thing. Naturally occurring radioactive materials, a.k.a. norms, are found in every constituent of the environment. Air, water, soil, food, and in humans, there's nowhere on Earth that you cannot find natural radioactivity. Our world is radioactive, and it has been since it was created. It's just the question is, is the radioactivity above a level at which it becomes actually dangerous to you?
1: Well, radioactive or not adding extra things that are unnecessary to the food supply that the government wants to be in there. I'd rather just have that, you know, not happen to all the food that I have the um, access to in the world.
2: Well, I mean, the the problem is if if we didn't use fertilizer, there would be a lot of people going hungry. No, you um, guys
1: aren't using your imaginations because scientists who have been looking into sound waves— Scientists who have been looking into sound waves to make plants grow faster were getting great results and it got, uh, you know, squashed because the government doesn't want people looking into better options. There are better options.
0: Hmm. Uh, If you know anything about it, you're welcome to join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. What you're saying there, Bonnie, sounds kind of like the theory about the water engine, that uh, it's been invented that the people in the gas corporations managed to use the government to suppress the inventors who were inventing these things. It's like... Well, what's know,
1: different with that in the hoverboards? They already invented hoverboards. Or not hoverboards, uh, flying cars. And the government literally just won't let
0: it come out. The government has definitely suppressed that. That uh, that much is true. Except one of them is more of a conspiracy theory and the other one is pretty obvious. Uh, but if you want to weigh in here, the number is 603-283-6160.
1: Secret Life of Plants is, just follows scientists and their research and publicly uh, posted things that they did. It if you can some help kind of plants conspiracy. grow with sound
0: waves, you would think the farmers would want to try it. free talk live and i'm not going to give you the number right now because if you're already on hold we may not even be able to get to all of those calls we have four people just rolled right in the last segment uh so we're gonna do what we can to get to the uh the phones and don't forget to join us online at freetalklive.com let's go to josh calling us from the road in great falls montana listening to k-i-n-x fm 102.7 welcome josh
10: well, good evening from Montana. Hey,
0: hey man! Thanks I'm for in, being out there on the road. General, really appreciate it. Go ahead.
10: Yes, yes. In general, I'm in favor of state succession, but it needs uh, some terms of treaty understood. All for right. instance, I don't know how well your geography is, but we're a landlocked state here. We got lots right. of acreage, but uh, for um, I choose not drive into Canada because I don't want to follow their restrictions across their boundaries. Uh, let's say other states did something similar, we may never see a banana in Montana again if we were a lone (laughs) state. We'd have all the beef and grain and peas and lentils and timber you could handle, but, uh, uh, or if we were regional. But yes, we have no bananas. And uh, went without California, which, to be honest, northern California would be a great thing to have, but uh, i just assume chop off L.A., Sacramento, and everybody south.
1: Well, um, anyway, I'm just wondering, um, are you saying if you guys seceded and nobody would trade with you?
2: Nobody would trade with them.
1: Okay, well, well I
5: don't think that happened.
2: Option to, if, well, I would like to hope
10: not, but I would want to have some sort of a... Granted, we made uh, treaties with the Indians, and how well did that turn out? But uh, it needs to be a thought-through process.
5: Well, and usually as long, long sold, as you're
0: willing sold, to pay for something... Together, as, as long as you're willing to pay for something, you can usually, you know, get it. Um, I, the odds that uh, the, the surrounding states are all of a sudden going to turn on you <laughs> and cut you off from food I think would be pretty, pretty problematic. I mean, you guys are pretty well armed there in Montana, aren't you?
10: Well, and that's the other thing. There's more cattle than people in this state. Even if we armed every single civilian, uh, a couple good state militias take
1: us out might be the end of it yeah well uh, a lot of states want cattle so they'd probably be willing to trade with you for beef
2: i'll definitely and trade you some bananas so. for some beef when the when the time comes if it's an issue
1: <laughs> i um I'll, been, I'll be
2: smuggling bananas to montana if i have to
1: i've also uh, been reading pants. oh sorry your go pants. Ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
10: That, that, that is
0: reminds that a banana me of, in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? That's a, it. actually reminds me of a jail story, but that's for another time. Anyway, go ahead, Josh. No,
10: <laughs> so that's the end of it. I'm about to drive out a phone service. Here's what uh, I have to
0: say the, to you, though, about it. I mean, it's like the federal government is pure evil, and it doesn't matter if it's the Republicans or the Democrats who are in charge. Wouldn't you rather go ahead and take the chance uh, and have that freedom to be able to.
10: Hey, and that brings up one more topic. Uh, succession leadership. Um, how is that decided for the state that chooses to leave?
1: I mean, there's anyway, already leadership within a, each state. state. Thank you,
0: Josh. Thanks for the call tonight. Yeah, what you're saying I don't there, see Bonnie, why would be is, overturned. Right. So, New Hampshire is where we're at, by the way. Also a well armed, small population state. Uh, I guess we got a few more people than Montana, but wow. um, here in, in New Hampshire. New Hampshire was already its own country. When the Constitution was written for New Hampshire, it wasn't a governor that was elected. It was the president of New Hampshire. So there's already a government gang in place in all 50 states and they would just become the nation of Montana the nation of New Hampshire or you know if you want to change your name and that's fine too so those people are already then there. we got to figure out how to get rid of them
1: yeah I've Indeed. just I've just noticed I, I hear a lot of people whenever they talk about why secession can't happen here they basically start saying that we would overturn the uh, the state government and that's not necessarily true no. I mean why would we do that right away
0: there's well yeah as, as nobody put it we would like to figure out how to get rid of the state government at some point but i'm much more okay with the new hampshire state government than i am the federal government oh, yeah because it only takes an a, an hour and a half or two hours to drive to the governor's house mm-hmm. you know we know where these people live and he only has you know and i'm not suggesting violence i'm saying talking mm-hmm. about peaceful protest which is what we've done out in, out in front of his house yeah. but usually when he's walking around like if he's going to his office in concord at the state capitol he has a driver who's a state police officer and that's it there's not like some huge uh ton of vehicles there's not dozens of armed agents now to be fair they did send dozens of armed agents to his house when some of us were protesting out there in 2020 and and 20 i think later in in 2021 uh but uh, but you know normally the guy's got one guard that's it. So it's much more down to earth here. It's much more grassroots. It's much easier to actually talk to these people and reach you know, state representatives. There's 400 of them. Anyway, uh, if you want to learn more about New Hampshire, if you're a libertarian, you ought to go to 101reasonsfilm.com and learn about why you should migrate here and help us make this happen faster. Let's talk to Jack. He's on the line in Florida, listening to WNDB in Daytona Beach. Go ahead, Jack.
8: Hey, guys. How's it going? What's right. on your mind? Not a whole lot. I, I heard some interesting stuff earlier. I figured I'd chime in, first time caller. Um, about the Cetus cartel, uh, you mentioned just a little bit about um, some technologies with uh, agriculture not being fully investigated and uh, used to their potential with uh, sound waves. One thing you can actually look up, um, I was kind of reading into it a little bit, but it's an oligop- oligopoly, if I'm mm-hmm. pronouncing that correctly. But basically, yeah, that's cartel, ruled by the few. Right back in 1925, General Electric and Phillips being the, uh, the, the main proprietaries of this, um, basically where they, they intentionally diminished the efficiency of light bulbs um, from 2,500 hours down to about 1,200. Really? To make more
2: money. That is true.
8: Now, what was the cartel called? Things, the Phoebus cartel. Can you spell it? Name. Phoebus, P H uh, O. E B U S.
0: Okay, interesting.
8: Those things you can actually Google and look into.
0: Mm-hmm. So
8: that's all, guys. That's all I wanted to chime in with. But well, okay, well, was there know.
0: was there an overarching point, or are you just bringing up sort of the history of the the light bulb cartel?
8: The light bulb. Well, just for the the matter that it was a conversation earlier. You know, one of those things where technologies aren't really being investigated to their potential, and I guess this is the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the sake of money. Well, overarching I agree. Things.
0: The good news is uh, light bulbs last a lot longer than that now. So I just have a feeling
1: that there's so many things we could invent and things we can't even imagine because we haven't been able to learn about them because of how held back uh, we are because of the government. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. the government gets involved in every single scientist's uh, business. I mean, they put people in jail if they start discovering
0: things. Right. And every government regulation is an infringement upon market freedoms to be able to innovate and to right. experiment. Thank you, Jack. Anything else you want to share?
8: No, that's all, guys. That's all. I appreciate the time, and you guys have a great night. Thanks,
0: man. I appreciate you you. calling in tonight here. Let's go to Olivia in Arizona. You're on Free Talk Live. Olivia.
11: Hey. So the first time I ever heard about radioactive fertilizer was actually my government teacher in university um he t- he was from i think ohio and he mentioned how he had lived next to a field and one day he was playing with his little geiger counter because he was a total nerd and he went and held it over the field next door over the fence and the thing just started going crazy so that's the first time i've ever heard someone mention that and um so it turns out that they use um, the reason they took out like phosphates from laundry detergent was because it would make these huge algae blooms so it is a fertilizer and uh Like the caller said, it naturally contains uh, radon, uranium. Well, the problem is when you keep putting year after year after year, you just keep condensing this this, uh, phosphorus containing this radioactivity on a field, you're going to start having it compound and cause problems Mm -hmm. because it's all in this one area just accumulating. Mm -hmm. Um, The other interesting thing I wanted to share was uh, when they pull the phosphorus out of the rock that it's in, it creates a waste product called phosphogypsum and it just built they have just these massive flats of phosphogypsum gypsum, that it's even more radioactive than the regular phosphorus that they put on the field. And they didn't know what to do with this stuff because it's just piling up. So Trump uh, authorized the roads to put it as road fill so that we were gonna have radioactive highways and Biden, uh, Biden's EPA actually shut that down, but it was actually very dangerous. I mean, it's radioactive concentrates
2: well, he
0: wanted, I think we he wanted to do what with it? To put it on the highways?
11: Put it into roads, yeah.
0: I don't know. She was there yeah. and she was gone. Oh, now she's there. No,
11: I'm, I'm here. Uh, yeah, he wanted to fill in the roads with, with this phosphogypsum, which is even more uh, concentrated with radium and, and uh, thorium, uranium, that well, kind of thing. It's, it's worth a waste pointing product. out,
0: though, that a lot of this stuff is very, very low radiation, right? But like, like this what isn't... she
1: pointed out with the food, it just keeps compounding in the same field every single year.
0: Thank you for the call tonight, Olivia. That but, said, though, this uh, ManicBotanics.com article says you only get about 40 milligrams per year well, another from food. Thing,
1: another thing I'd like to say is regenerative farming can be also be a better way to uh, farm without fertilizers. And it doesn't have to just be sound waves.
0: All right. Tomorrow, you can join us, freetalklive.com. In the meantime, see you then.